Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about four kinds of luck for building wealth. Yeah, this is uh, it's a fun concept because uh, most of the time it's something where people just think about it as like, oh, there's one type, there's luck. And uh, it was it was an interesting thought exercise that uh, we got led on by one of our favorite uh, thought leaders. Yeah, so this comes from Naval. If you haven't checked him out, make sure you check him out. I think he's pretty active on Twitter. Uh, but this really kind of stems from um, a lot of what he's been talking about. So we're going to get into this. So your main takeaway, I think, is going to be what it is you're doing when you're building wealth and how luck kind of comes into play, right? And and I think... when almost more how to create luck. Yes, Exactly. But before we dive in, Alex, what are we drinking today? Uh, today, we went all the way down to California, and uh, we grabbed a hazy IPA from Stone Brewing out of Escondido, California. Uh, clocks in at 6.7% and uh, 35 IBUs. So it's from California, and Californians may not like me when I say this, but most California IPAs that I've ever had aren't good. <laughs> That's been my experience. What are your thoughts on this one? Um, I mean, this like it's it is a little bit uh, more of a, a California IPA as opposed to the the Northwest. Um, I mean, we we know that just from the IBUs, right? Um, coming in at thirty five. Uh, this is it's a solid uh, it's a solid IPA. I would totally drink this. Um, like folks at this point should know that we're pretty big fans of hazy IPA, but uh, I mean. It's a solid effort. I'll give it a five. Yeah, I was going to give it a five uh, for the effort. Again, I mean, just 35 IBUs, us being in the Pacific Northwest, we tend to be a little bit more hoppier uh, of of a feeling or a taste when it comes to our, our IPAs. So, yeah, Stone but- is a great brewery. Um, this is This is not the beer of theirs that I would choose. But they've got other beers, so try them out. Absolutely. Let's jump into the episode today. So, you know, we were, Alex and I were talking before, before the episode and we were discussing these four kinds of luck. And while I don't think it's going to be like groundbreaking what we discussed today, I think it will, however, have you think differently about what it is you're doing to create wealth and how a sense of luck does come into play when it comes to creating wealth. When like one of the other things that came up in our earlier conversation is that three out of the four things that we're going to talk about have their own phrase around like the type of luck or what it means. It, it's been kind of stereotyped or uh, like branded, if you will. But uh, without further ado, let's just jump into it. And the first type of luck is just blind luck. You have no control over it. This is like the example would be like winning the lottery. Yeah. And I think this is the the piece of luck that most people, almost when jealousy is there, most people see someone that looks to be wealthy, whether or not they are not, they look to be wealthy or, or at least financially successful. And they say, and they, they hear some story, 
like, oh, that person got a meeting with Steve Jobs that created X, which created Y from its from a wealth standpoint. And they say they just got lucky. Yeah, it was blind, dumb luck that they were able to get that meeting with Steve Jobs in your example. Right. And, you know, maybe that is indeed the case, possibly, although I think to get an interview or a meeting with Steve Jobs, I don't think that <laughs> think luck really comes like that kind of luck comes into play. There's typically more than just blind luck involved there. But this is the piece that this is where most people go when they say, oh, they got lucky. That's what they mean. Is they just got lucky. They just happened to win the lotto. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's blind luck. But what other pieces of luck? Like there are three other kinds of luck that come into play that we feel as though you can actually control. And so that takes us to number two, which is luck through hard work and consistency. Yeah. If you're doing the right thing for long enough, you're going to wind up getting results and it might feel like it's out of left field or lucky or it hasn't happened before. So why now? But at the same time, if you're putting in the work and you're doing the right things and you're doing it consistently, you'll get the results. Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me, Ryan Jewell says this all the time, Alex, he always says, just show up. Right. And what, what Jewell means when he says that, and for those of you who don't know, Ryan Jewell is another member of our team, very optimistic guy. He's like six foot. What is he? Six, four, like redhead kind of looks like your California surfer dude, except he's, he's, he's built and he's built rather well. Incredibly athletic, incredibly athletic, a genuine guy. And he constantly says, just show up, right? And I love that mentality about him. And what he really means is, is, look, just show up and go to work and be consistent about it. And that will, it, it, it does. He's right. It does bring in a sense of luck because if you didn't show up to work consistently, you might miss out on an opportunity. Right. And it, it like, usually it bothers me when he says that because it's one of those things where like to me, there's a whole heck of a lot more than just showing up, right? You have to actually put in the work and blah, blah, blah. But if you actually know Ryan, that's actually what he means is don't just show up, but put in the work. Yeah. And, you know, Alex had mentioned, like, there's a phrase that goes into with this type of luck, and it's called fortune favors the bold, right? The bold of showing up and be consistent. That's where this comes into play. Which takes us to number three, and this is getting good at spotting luck due to a specific set of skills that you have. And yeah. you can see, as we're going through these different kinds of luck, each one gets more and more within your control. Well, and more and more, like it requires more things. Like the the third type of luck requires you to consistently show up and do hard work to be able to gain the knowledge, to be able to spot the specific opportunity. And so it's, it's going like one level deeper. So like, yeah, it's awesome that you show up. It's awesome that you put in the work, but if you're no good at identifying the opportunity, you're going to have less choices, less opportunities to find that luck, be successful, like get over the the hump or whatever. 
Yeah, specific type of skill set. This might be, maybe you're really good at real estate investing. Maybe you're really good at seeing a building and seeing what the capability of owning that building is versus how the current owner of the building is actually using it for. Or identifying an up and coming area from a real estate standpoint or like whatever, like seeing what the development curve is going to look like in two, three, five years, whatever the case may be. So that specific skill set didn't just magically occur, (laughs) right? That skill set came from obviously some sort of learning how real estate operates, right? What type of management goes into real estate? How are the tax taxes involved in real estate? There's a whole bunch of things that come involved when you're developing that, that skill set but that you have to have the hard work. You have to have the consistency and you have to act upon that to get good at it. That becomes your skill set, Right. Which takes us to number four. And this is kind of like, I would say it's the culmination of all of the luck. And that's, you have a unique brand slash mindset where the luck actually finds you. And we, we all know these people where it's like, like they just seem to be a little bit luckier. They they seem to have things fall into their lap. And oftentimes we can mistake this for number one of just blind luck, but really they've gone through a tremendous amount of hard work, oftentimes behind the scenes where you don't see what actually occurred. They've honed their skills and gotten very good at spotting opportunity. And more importantly, They've got that mindset of looking for consistently trying to find like, okay, how do we do this differently? Where can we, where can we do something that's different than the norm? How can we create more opportunities? This is, this is when you have become the expert. This is when people reach out to you. Because your skill set is above and beyond everyone else's. Yeah, you've become the thought leader in this space. And that's that's a, a key word, thought leader. Like you are the person when, when it's almost become, you become the master in that niche, right? We can kind of compare it to that. Like when we think of real estate investors, you know, a lot of people might think of like maybe Donald Trump, possibly, maybe Grant Cardone, right? <laughs> You're laughing because of who I brought up, but right. Depending on your, your knowledge of the person of what, what, how you found out who they are, that might be who you, how you think of them as being the expert in that arena. Sure. Right. And three, and Alex said three of the four of these have like common phrases and the fourth one doesn't. And the first three, right. We've got blind luck that that's, you know, that's a common phrase. Fortune favors the bold. And then the third one, chance favors the prepared mind, right? And that that goes along with having a specific skill set. There is no fourth, at least that I can think of. And I don't know if Alex, if you've thought of anything differently, the fourth one where you are the brand, the mindset, where you are the expert, where people, where luck is finding you. I don't know of a phrase that, that's out there that essentially explains that fourth type of luck. If you know one, 
head over to beerandmoney.net and let us know so we can update it and throw it in the show notes. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar with anything that is specific to that, which means that it's still something that is still relatively unique, and it's something that like can be exploited isn't the right term, but utilized. Yeah, where, where all of this stems from, the, the wealthiest people, and by wealthiest, we don't mean like greedy. We're talking about just wealthy people that have done well for themselves. Maybe they're giving back to charity, right? Like in, in the positive outlook here, the wealthiest people are number three, and number four. They've got a specific set of skills or they become the master in a specific niche. When beyond just having the, the master, they've got the mindset. Yes. And so those two pieces, so to build wealth, like you have to get to that level, right? And you got to start with the hard work and the consistency. You have to learn and get good at things. And then as you get good, you will develop that specific skill set. And it doesn't happen overnight, right? And this is where it comes into financial planning, financial knowledge, wherever you're going for yeah. building your own wealth. Well, I believe one of the phrases that you used to use quite a bit when when we were just getting started as partners was... Unagi, <laughs> which is from Friends, by the way. For those of you who don't know what that's from, it's from Friends, and for whatever reason, my, that's like my wife and I like favorite show. And so, I'm sure some of you listening who know the friend that Friends episode is probably going <laughs> salmon skin roll right now in your head. But uh, <laughs> the Unagi just, you know, it it just would always pops in my head. Or Mr. Miyagi, if you want to go there as well. Yeah, so. that's a, that, Mr. Miyagi is another great example of that. Yeah. Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is, what is it that you're doing? How are you building your own luck? Where are you at in this journey? So head over to beerandmoney.net and there's a spot for you to answer that question. If any other questions that you have around finances or any, any concepts that you've heard out there and then you would like to, for us to chat about, Feel free to email us uh, through that exact site as well. Look, we started this podcast back in the Amazon days where we're going on campus and doing like live lunch and learns, and we turned it into a podcast. The whole purpose, though, of this podcast is to help you think differently about your money so that you can take action to better yourself, to live the life that you want. If you got anything out of today's episode, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your coworkers. Because my guess is if you got some value, they might as well. As always, we hope this episode was valuable. And Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice 
or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation, or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives at the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 1531942, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint Number 2022. 144992 expiration october 2024